When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Keeping It Real on Ace Podcast Nation. This is our wrestling series where we uh, we fit in as many wrestling stories and hot takes as we can in about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so we're going to do a quick quick 45 today, just uh, covering some stuff. But of course, as usual, you can get uh, this and all the other shows and series we do on Ace Podcast Nation. Video versions, youtube.com slash Ace Podcast Nation. Please subscribe. And uh, the audio versions are all the usual podcast and radio platforms. Just search Ace Podcast Nation and you'll have a selection of like 300-odd shows. And they're all different series and subjects with top guests, expert analysts and more. Um, but joining me as ever for keeping it real... Is the man himself, the legend, legend, the interviewer and writer extraordinaire from Post Wrestling. Doctor, extraordinaire. It is the man, Mr. Andrew Thompson. How goes it, my friend? Sad the science guy. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Oh, I just man. just got some. She got some breaking news, man. It ain't had nothing to do with wrestling, but it's uh it's it's quite it's quite the news, sir. The, the the Trump campaign paid more than 2.7 million to the individuals and firms that organized the January 6th rally that led to violent rioters storming the U.S. Capitol. Holy shit. That's something. That is that, something. That That is some news for you right there, buddy. But why is that not surprising? Yeah, well, I was say, <laughs> unfortunately, it's not like a a shocker but uh it's, it's, it's a new day in america brother yes it is yeah it's, uh, it's, uh, i can't i just i find it difficult to uh to get my head around quite what's going on uh over the last couple of years in the uh in the us of a it's <laughs> uh, it's been a it's been a worrying time but uh hopefully we're about to uh, embark on a slightly more peaceful and improving time. I hope it's, it's going back to regular racism now. <laughs> wow, well, they've, they've, they've had like they've had, uh, what was it, two or three years of being 
just being allowed to just walk around in the street and say and do whatever they please and people excusing it. That was my first time using that jerk. I'm glad it popped you. That was my first time using that. <laughs> it's, um, it's strange times, mate. It's, they're going to have to go back to secret racism now. Let's, 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 let's get into it, brother. I, I know you mentioned it off air about The Undertaker, but let, can, can we please talk about uh one Chris Jericho? I don't know if you saw AEW Dynamite this Wednesday, his uh, field attempt oh, at a last off. He needs, he needs to stop doing it's, that move. It's before over. Let's see. Let's see. I, I, I wouldn't. Let's see. I made a joke, and I wouldn't have made the joke if I, I, I made sure to see that it wasn't like one of those things that was going to end up uh, bad health wise. Because I, I don't like. I, I, I can't joke about like somebody like getting hurt. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. but, but like I saw that it was just him not having no rotation. So I made mm-hmm. the joke, and I was like, the the election had him shook. The inauguration had him shook. So. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, I think um, he needs to retire that move, bro. Because um, he can't. I, I don't know. He, he, he 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 doesn't have the lift for that anymore. Yeah, man. He doesn't I, have lift for that no more. Hey, you know, um, I, I was I was going to cut you off, but I got a hot take. I got a hot take on, about Jericho. I think AEW could cut him loose today, and they wouldn't lose a step. Ooh. Boom. That's interesting, though, because Boom. like he. Um, Obviously, he was their first champion. He's been very much a focal point of their TV. But he hasn't... Like, the Inner Circle hasn't been... Like, they've been on TV each week, uh, mm. as usual. But they they haven't been as prominent as what they were, you know, maybe six months ago. Like, they mm. haven't been in the main storylines. They've kind of... Even the thing with MJF has kind of fizzled out a little bit. Where, you know, it was quite interesting at first. And it looked like, you know, he was going to cause all these problems. And... And then now they've kind of almost, they're all getting on. There's still a little bit with him and Sammy, but I don't know. Like, even the, I was disappointed that um, they didn't just put Santana and Ortiz over in that match, the tag team match. They're a legit tag team. Yeah, I, I feel like they've been really underutilized. Um, but, but but maybe that's going to be like a catalyst for them to lead a group, which I think should happen. Should have been yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. I mean... It kind of maybe does take the storyline on with MJF a little bit, you know, further because he can kind of make some comments and they can get frustrated and, you know, there's all sorts of ways to take it. They still did tease a little bit between him and Sammy and I think, I I wonder whether it's ultimately going to lead to Sammy turning babyface, Ortiz and Santana leaving the group completely and then you kind of go to down to Jericho, Hager and and MJF and Warlow, and Warlow. And maybe yeah. they'll go against each other. But yeah, I that's a smart move. That's a smart call. Some good long term booking right there, brother. Well, you know me, mate. I'm all about the long term. All about the long term, baby. What um, speaking of long term, takes me nicely into one of the longest of terms, and that was uh, the Undertaker. Obviously, recently retired. Um, he went on Joe Rogan podcast. So when I first heard he was on there, I was like, "Oh, that that should be some good stuff." I quite enjoy some some Joe Rogan stuff. Um, I find like some of his stuff on DMT and uh, and like that sort of stuff quite interesting. Some of it, and I enjoy his MMA shows. Some of his other stuff, I can give or take. I don't really watch it, but when I saw some of the clips that they dropped, 
because you can't watch it in them. Um, so I used to watch it on YouTube. So if there was someone on there who I thought was quite interesting, I'd watch it on YouTube. But in the UK, you can't watch it on Spotify. Um, whereas I think in the US, you can watch the full episodes on Spotify. But I, I, I forgot that um, those were exclusively on Spotify because I, oh, yeah. I tried to look for it on Apple and I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I forgot that he signed that big Spotify deal. Yeah, the big money, baby. But um, what did you make of his comments like about the kind of the guys being a bit soft uh like the the modern day wrestlers being a bit soft compared to the the guys back in the day you feel like it got taken out of context a little bit it's i don't know if because it's, uh, it's difficult to see because i haven't seen the full episode um and i have only seen like a little clip so i don't know if they he kind of clarified it further judging by the reaction of people probably not because I tend to think if there was more context to it, you wouldn't have uh, like a Xavier Woods or other people kind of shitting on it. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I I don't think he has like a like ground to stand on with this point. Like, I, I guess I can kind of see. No, I can't. I don't know. I mean, like, like, so when. Like that, that, like I think I probably need to listen to the interview in full and like hear that exact quote before I really like jump on it. Cause like maybe he meant, cause, cause like it, it's easy to look at a quote, right? And yeah, interpret it however you want to, but, but, but you got to hear it for yourself. Like that, that's say like even I can relate to that when I do the news updates. It, it's certain stuff that people say that you should rather hear so you can add context to it so it's not just a blind quote out there like john moxley did a q a with bleacher report right and he said that they, they asked him if he would ever go back to wwe moxley said you should always say never say never and he did he he didn't say he would go back but he said he would be he will always be he would never shut himself out from doing business with wwe because hey he has a kid going away and he wants to put the kid through college like he, he, he said he doesn't not like money and then he also he also added at the end which is very important that if they talk he doesn't think anything would come of it like he doesn't think anything would happen he said but he said he's not going to be against you know yeah. hearing them out you know what i'm saying like he so like and i think context when writing stories about stuff like that is very important you can't just add in mock saying oh i'm open to doing business with wwe because that just opens up a bunch of can of worms that doesn't need to be open, but you got to add in the extra layer of context to say that if he did talk to them, he thinks that nothing would come from it. You, it's important to add that shit in there. But with the Undertaker thing, it's like, look, bro, j- just because the roster today ain't all fucking coked up and on steroids and fucking like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep, carry like, guns and knives and you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, just because people like to chill out and fucking stack money and, and play games like no that that's that, that's the way to live like i'm not trying to be yeah. in a fucking locker room but like 50 with, and stuff bro i'm trying that, that's that's fucked up sir that's fucked that's, up but, but is, no no that's not a dig <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I know what you say i know i know what you say i'm just it's like with, how many wrestlers over the years have died because of the steroids and the coke yeah i mean that, that's true bro like they they just downright murdered like, well back in the day they was coked up and on steroids and doing all types of all types of shit like and then now 
wrestlers are just very like chilled out they want money they want like different outlets they want they want different outlets to you know what i'm saying to express their creativity like streaming and stuff like bro that's the that's the way to go just because ain't nobody walking around a locker room full of testosterone mad at the fucking world because they ain't get a push don't you know what i'm saying like they, they, they like, any you, you, like you, you willing to screw somebody over back in the day because they they got a ass out on the card than you you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the, the, the old days of old like bro boozer Rody got fucking stabbed and killed in a locker room what do you mean yeah. like yeah. what do you mean the, the days of old like that that man got left for dead men, in the locker room said, that is but the like, stupidest fucking quote i ever like why do a lot of people say that when men were men that that shit makes no sense and and now and now, and now look at Undertaker, old Blue Lives Matter, country boy from. T- I mean, like, but th- this is the thing about like dudes like Undertaker, Jerry the King Lawler, like they are a product of their environments. You know what I'm saying? Like these 50, 60 year old white men that grew up in the South when racism was widely accepted and nobody would even bat an eye at it, and they grew up around it, and they probably participated in it in some way, shape, or form at one point during their life, living in that environment. Not saying that they did but you know living in that type of environment growing up you know you become a product of what you see so yeah they they, they have certain ideals and certain ideas and certain ways of thinking that, that that are just so established in their brains that it's impossible for them to acknowledge anything else you know what i'm saying that's that's not within their confines so that's what they that's what they do they project that shit onto younger generation like if they see somebody chilling out in the locker room like not fucking like zoned in 100% like not talking to nobody they think they not focused no bro they just not fucking stressed out about it like they not and and, and then the thing is the athlete the, the rest of us today are far more talented Af- athletically athletically are far more far more far more talented and then like yeah. I, 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 I understand you're just talking that bullshit bro don't nobody can like come on man like he the dude I, I'm, I'm gonna let you go if I get hurried away it's um <laughs> no it's like the, the end of the day, look, just because these people in modern day wrestling prefer to use their creativity in other ways, the world is very different. There wasn't uh, an outlet to do streaming and video games and other such stuff. There was no internet back in the day. But I'm sure people, fans of like, that era of wrestling and and people who were like on board with these sort of comments would be like oh yeah but that wrestling was so popular back then but it was different back then because there wasn't 63 million tv channels and internet streaming services and all these different things which take away viewers from tv products and stuff like that xavier woods isn't isn't a man with 2.24 million uh subscribers on youtube yeah but that ba- but that bank account looking real manly. Yeah, and they're all you know those guys like Xavier Woods and, and and Page and people like this. They are just because they're not pulling in the ratings that they did back in the Attitude Era. Bro, that don't even got shit to do with them, bro. People just don't watch money. wrestling as much as they used to. Yeah, of course they don't. But that's, that's, that's because just, you can that's watch what it is, twenty million other things, mate. That's and, and, and then on top of that, side like. Dude, how many times have me and you done a podcast and I and we told each other off air, hey, I didn't catch AEW this week, I didn't catch NXT this week. Yeah. You what you watch the shit later. 
like <laughs> you know like you 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 could watch it later like bro like even i remember when me and you talked about ring of honor we was like you know the pure tournament we was like oh we're gonna catch it on yeah. whatever later like you don't have to watch stuff now we's not of that era anymore bro you can catch stuff a week later you can watch things a week later two weeks later you don't have to see it on demand like the the, the ratings i think maybe it is of course strictly speaking about not just pro wrestling as a whole the reason i think the ratings on this has because people just don't watch wrestling how they used to and then on top of that it's just so many different ways to watch it like some people yeah. don't feel like catching it at eight o'clock every monday wednesday or friday so some people just rather catch it whenever they feel like that feel like they want to or they got time like there's so much there's so like there's so much wrestling on as well like there wasn't wrestling back in the day there wasn't wrestling on tv every night from different companies featuring different guys featuring proper storylines and stuff so like tv wrestling back all the tv in the different um kind of like territories or whatever which might have been on tv the tv was very much like star versus jobber with a little bit of storyline progression like now monday to friday there is wrestling on TV featuring the top guys from that brand, storyline progression throughout. So, like, if you watch all that wrestling, you've got very little time to do other stuff, whether it's your job or this, that, and the other. And I just think, of course, the way people intake their wrestling is different now to what it was back in the day do i think wrestling is less popular than it was in the attitude era of course it is because and i think partially that's not because of the the talent that's because of the way wwe has booked it they're so petrified of someone doing like a, what the rock did what austin did and to a lesser extent what john cena did and becoming so big that they just go to Hollywood and leave the WWE in the, in the you know behind. They don't want a star. To, they don't want their guys to get that big. They want their guys to get about as big as sort of Roman Reigns, where they a superstar around the Sasha world. Sasha on the way. Yeah, but they don't want it to go too far. They they want it to be recognised by everyone around the world, but they don't want it to get those big Hollywood films. You, you, you know how you know how big it was for her to. Have Mandalorian. No, like to have Mercedes. Yeah, that. But I mean, like to have her credited as Mercedes Vernado instead of Sasha Banks. That's big. I That's that big. Them up the wrong way as well. it, it had to. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it. Right. I know that it did, but come on now. You, 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 you know that they probably wanted Sasha Banks to be the tagline. I got credit, but it says a real name. Well, when The Rock did uh, Walking Tall, he was credited as The Rock. And then, and then the thing, a couple of the films after that, he was credited as Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and he kind of gra- gradually like moved away from that. Um, and, I, and I think that's just partially because the Rock just realized he didn't need WWE, like he didn't need them. They they need yeah 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 of course they, they need him more than he needs you know and vice versa. Yeah, hundred percent, mate, hundred percent. Because um, it's like one of those things, isn't it? Where like. Now they are almost begging The Rock to come back because they need him because they haven't created any new stars. Whereas he doesn't need the WWE. Would he like to? You know, he'll probably end up doing something with Roman. I think in Dallas next year. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he, 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 he said he, he said he would love. He said he would love to come in and put over Roman. 
but like he, he's so damn busy like he ain't got the time for that shit like you know what i'm saying like he, he, him potentially getting hurt is like throwing away a bunch of money bro like if he gets hurt you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah like it's a lot in that do you know what i mean like it's uh it's one of those things whereby that's so let, it's let, such let, an inconvenience to his let, career let, let me let me ask you this if you were in his position having that connection with Vince McMahon, having that connection with WWE and all that, all that they did for you basically put you on, on the path to becoming what you are today. But at the same time, you got, you one of the biggest actors in Hollywood, if not the biggest actor in Hollywood. You got a production company you got to take care of. You got all types of other deals and shit that we probably don't even know about going on right now. Uh, 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 uh fucking, I think like a whiskey company or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, like what, what, would you want to go back for that one last big, payday or or even if it is that big of a payday i'm pretty sure you probably made more than that but like would, would you take that risk but just to go back for one more thrill i i know i know if that would be i, think, I, I probably I think, do it um i think the only reason he will is because it's roman if it was yeah. just for anyway if it was for anyone like who wasn't family i don't think he would but I think no because point. it's roman i think he probably will i don't think it'll be in them um, I saw some people saying they think it's going to be in the in the in the the LA one in mm. three years time or three WrestleManias time. I don't but think they won't wait that long. They won't wait think, that long. I think it'll be the Dallas one myself, um, which I kind of get. I, but AT and T Stadium that, bigger. That don't you think though? That runs. It's a bit of a risk with Roman, like because I feel like to 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 maximize that story, Roman Reigns cannot drop that title, cannot lose that title. Until he faces The Rock, for it to have maximum impact and enjoyment and all that sort of stuff. But that's a long time for Roman to hold the title and hope that people don't get bored with the way WWE jumps the shark and books stuff. Like that's a long time. Like they've already done the Kevin Owens match three times after the Rumble, and this is their problem: is they beat these matches to death. Like I love Kevin Owens, but the crazy thing, bro, bro, KO is hot right now. That's the thing. He is, but the but like he's not going to beat Roman. Do we need to see it again? Could they have done it twice, and then left it and gone back to it another time? This should have been Nakamura. It should have been Nakamura. They should. They've got to find a way to keep Roman winning, but also keep you know keep Roman winning, but also rotate the people he's facing so he's not just facing the same people over and over again because i think that is where it could fizzle out a little bit um and i don't want that to happen because i'm really enjoying roman's work um i just think they need to be just need to be a bit careful in how they do it but we'll see i guess i guess um it'll be interesting to see kind of what direction they go who they bring in to to face? Who you think he facing in this year at WrestleMania? That's like that's like four months. From I now, wonder you know? whether they save in Nakamura for it. I do, but I I think I said to you um, the other week I would have quite like to have seen, uh, quite like to have seen Big E drop the title to Jey Uso at the Rumble with Roman interfering, and then Big E enter the rumble at like 30 and win the rumble and then go and face roman at, at mania the only problem with that is if you're building to this rock feud 
and you don't want Roman to drop the title, you can't do that because you can't. You don't want Big E to to lose that the big one, if that makes sense. So it's it's a tricky situation. Um, I'd love to see Jey Uso with the Intercontinental title. I think that would be cool. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You've got Alistair Black. I saw there was a report on Fightful. Uh, select something about him. Maybe uh, they're just letting the dust settle after the obviously his wife left and stuff. Um, that'll be interesting to see which direction they go with him if they bring him back at all. I wonder if he might just end up going back to NXT. But like he's such a talent, it's such a waste to have him sat home. Like he could do some great things on SmackDown. Do you know what I mean? Like he lost too much steam, bro. But they could bring him back and like easily do something real cool with him. You know, I'm talking about like like even before Zelina Vega left, like he was he wasn't like really doing anything of substance. To be honest with you, like it it was like, but I don't know what has he like. I think the last good thing that I was interested in was the black and. Not him, but like just the way he was booked was the the the, look, the series of matches he had with Murphy. Those were really yeah, they good. Were good. And like they never quite went and did anything with it, though, did they? Do you know what I mean? They 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 took it to a level, and then they never pushed it to make it like red hot. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I, I think it was just all about Murphy and get him to join up with Seth Rollins. Mm. I think out of the back, as the black was just a foil in that. Like I don't think it really was anything for him. I um I one of my favourite feuds was um with Alistair Black was with him and he who shall not be named um in NXT uh, Oh 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 um I just I really enjoyed that feud. I liked the way Alistair Black portrayed himself. He said very little but what he did say felt like it meant something because he said so little and I just I don't know, I just feel like He's such a talented worker. They could do a lot with him if they just uh, just did long-term booking, mate. I say it all the time. They uh, they don't like it. They don't like the long-term booking. Um, you, see, you see Sting coming back, bro? You know my opinions on this, my friend. Um, I don't want to see it. But I don't know what it is. I think it's going to be a cinematic, yeah. Yeah, That's what I think. Right, right. Right, it, 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 like I, I can't see this. Like, like we, let's call the spade the spade, bro. This is a sixty-one-year-old man with spinal stenosis. Like, come on now, come on now. Like, I, I don't, I don't even think it's safe for him to be taking bumps. I don't care how good he has recovered. Like, it, it, like I can, like it's not just, it, it's not a brain injury. Like something that maybe could possibly, that something could heal over time. Like we've seen with yeah. Daniel Bryan. You know what I'm saying? Like he took care of his body and took care of his, you know what I'm saying, and got cleared. Bro, this is, I mean, Edge came back, but it took Edge, what, like 10 years? And he wasn't 60. And he, yeah, and that, what, what is it? Well, Edge isn't even old, bro, but he's like in his 40s. Yeah, I think he's, like, he, he's maybe 50. Maybe, maybe like maybe. around there. But like, I, but, but bro, he, he is 61 years old, bro. His last match was in 2015, yeah. and that was a match that, you know, yeah, when it happened, unfortunately, talk, yeah. Talked about it, yeah. I mean, I mean, if it, if it's cinematic, I, I'm down. I want to see it, but like, if I, I don't, I don't know if I like really want to see him. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't at, see him at, his body. at Revolution. I mean, I mean, if he gonna get in there just to, you know, hit a couple little quick moves, maybe a spine buster or something like that, you know. But I don't, I don't want to see him taking no bumps. 
I don't want to yeah. see him taking no yeah, bump. Yeah, I bro. agree completely, mate. I mean, I mean, um, if, if he if he just getting all the offense in, then that's that's perfectly fine with me. But if he not, then I don't I don't want to see him in there fucking taking the drill claw from oh, <laughs> from Brian yeah. from Brian Cage. Jesus, yeah, you don't want to see that. Can, can, um, wait, can, can you imagine that tease? Oh my god, yeah, Brian teasing Cage, it would be yeah, quite te- cool. Te- teasing it would be cool, like if he lift him up for the drill claw. Yeah, and you have like Taz encouraging um, Brian Cage to do it. Brian Cage almost being like a little bit like, oh, I don't know whether I should. Mm. I think that could be quite cool. Like, but come on, we don't need to be seeing Sting take bumps in 2021. Um, yeah. So, what stood out for you? What stood out for you in wrestling this week? Like, what? What did you enjoy? Just off the top of your head, let's shoot around a bit. Um. I didn't get a chance to watch AEW yet. Um, I did watch NXT. What you think of that? I thought it was pretty good. This week. Did you see that that move that Casey Kanzaro did? The hell was that? Did you see that? I uh, don't know if I, I saw bits of that match. I didn't see all of it. So go, go. Can't pull pull up the um. Are you, you you are you on Google right now? Yeah. yeah. Pull up. Pull, go, go to the WWE on Fox Instagram account. Yeah, and then just scroll down. You'll see it. You like you. You'll know the preview. What the preview screen looks like, bro. Look at that move, bro. It is ridiculous. I only think she meant to do that. It was crazy as hell. Like I ain't ever seen nothing like that in my life. I don't know what she was trying to do, but it looked cool. I got Randy Orton's mask, which we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> um, Orton style splash. I can't see anything with Casey Catanzaro. Did you go to the WWE on Fox? Yeah. Okay. Uh, reels maybe would it be under? Yeah, so it's on reels. Okay. Holy hell! Is that what it is? Mm. Let's have a look. Just, uh, yeah, I got it. Should I put it up on the screen? No, don't get copyrighted. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Jesus! Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> what the? God damn hell was that? What was that? I don't that know. Was insane. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Bro, I said the same thing when it happened. I was like, what the hell was that? She has been training with Ricochet. Obviously. When they out here having these uh, maskless parties. Yeah. We're going we, we, we we to leave that for another topic. Is that, <laughs> is that what they've been having, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the fight pit? <laughs> Uh, I I I I like them. I'm, I'm glad that they. I'm glad that they making that Thatcher's match, and then not overdoing it. Like I I feel like that was on Raw SmackDown. We'll be seeing that shit like once every two months. We don't need to see that. We need to see that like once every four or six months. Like and I, I like that they they making that his thing. So it's cool, man. That and, and them teaming up in the Dusty Classic makes sense. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really a fan of that, bro. It's like they, like, they, bro, they, they actually have, like, some legit tag teams, but, like, they just insist on giving, like, the main storyline to the makeshift dudes, the dudes who don't they like each other. They have that many tag teams on NXT, I don't think. Like, they, I know they've got a few, but they, like, don't get me wrong, I'd rather see the, the tag teams they do have, like, um, I can never bloody pronounce the uh, Legado. Legado del Fantasma. I'd rather I would like them to win the whole thing, or but then obviously you've got um, Imperium and people like this. Like yeah, MSK. Wrong, I'd rather yeah, MSK. 
I'd, ra I'd rather see those three, any of those three, win it than Thatcher or Champa. But I quite like the natural progression of them teaming. Um, I didn't mind that. I did. I thought that. Like, Bro, but, but don't, don't you get to, they do this every time. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not interesting, but this is like literally every dusty classic. It's always two yeah, dudes who do, don't like each other. Yeah. They they did it last year with Riddle and Dunn. They did it before with Joe and Balor. You know what I'm saying? They they yeah, always yeah, they they, do, yeah. But they do this all the time. And it does I'm like, damn, bro, when is it like a legit team gonna end up winning the Dusty Classic? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I you you know who I want to win. I'm biased. NXT UK, baby. Grizzled young yeah, vets. Yeah, the grizzled young vets. But did, did you did you did you hear did you hear the interview that they did? Uh, they did an interview with the Independent, and uh, so they they you know you know they moved to the U.S. like full time. I didn't know they uh, moved full time. No. Yeah, they, they full time here. But but see what happened was they initially moved back in March, and on the day of the uh, U.S. shutdown, they flew back to the U.K. to get the rest oh, of their stuff, no. and they got stuck. I'm talking about and all their, and most of their belongings were at their apartment in the U.S. So they had to wait and wait and wait and wait, and then they finally got able to move uh, the rest of their stuff back to the U.S. So they here full time now. Yeah, I'm 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 really really glad to uh, to hear that because they're a special tag team and they're so special they could go and do it on Raw and SmackDown as well. So yeah, I'm happy, very happy to hear that they're. They've made that move because they're a super talented tag team. The problem being, you just don't know what WWE is going to do with tag team wrestling. It depends what mood a certain uh, certain person's in, doesn't it? Like he change chops and changes his mind on whether he thinks uh, tag team wrestling can can draw. Her. But um, talent-wise, they're as good as uh, as any tag team. On the planet, um, but, but WWE legit has one of the best rosters, bro. Oh, it's insane, mate. And that's why I always say, if Vince McMahon and the creative powers that be could get out of their own way, WWE should be untouchable in terms of quality products. And bro, like, bro, look like, at the, they look look the long-term they have, stories, bro. like over Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. If they could consistently book those guys to be stars not so much NXT because they've done a pretty good job overall over the years but like Raw and Smackdown if they could consistently book their guys to to become stars and to keep them there and keep their products fresh and interesting and long term storytelling with, with payoffs and keeping the fans invested they'd be untouchable in the world of wrestling because they've got this roster of like or three rosters, but they're all signed to WWE, where if they did those things I just mentioned, they could consistently every year just rotate the rosters and mix them up to keep their products fresh. But the reason they have so much problems is because they don't do the stuff I just mentioned. So the guys get stale, or they hit these imaginary ceilings which are created by Vince McMahon or by the company itself. It's not the fans who hold these people back. It's not the stars that hold them back from breaking through into single stars or into mid-card or into main events or into tag team stars or women stars. It's not the, the talent. It's the storytellers, uh, the story writers, sorry. Um, 
if they could have, uh, you know, if they could change that, AEW wouldn't have been able to do what they've done in the last year or so, because the WWE, because AEW, until they have got two, maybe three shows, they can't have a roster the size that WWE's got. The one thing that AEW's got on their side is WWE can't get out of their own way. So whilst WWE is getting in its own way and frustrating its fans, AEW is building its fan base by by generally being very entertaining and bringing new new stars to the fold, um, listening to their audience as well. The problem, AEW, it's, they, they, they have problems as well. Uh, I didn't think AEW this week was very good. I thought it was pretty poor. Not much happened. Which is odd, you know, that doesn't happen very often, don't get me wrong. Um, and I saw, did you see the announcement where WWE signed those three women to NXT? Yeah, Elena yeah. Black, Priscilla Kelly, uh, Lacey Ryan. Yeah, yeah so Lacey, in the, Elena, in she, the, got, she got pulled from uh, the GCW show. Yeah, so this is what I was going to say. So there was a few people in the comments, like, not necessarily slagging her off, but kind of slagging the WWE off and saying, like, how they hope she, you know, she doesn't get screwed over by them and stuff. And like, I think like what people forget is like a couple of things. One, um, you know, these people, they want job security. They want financial security. They're building a career for themselves. AEW could have signed her. They didn't. They had her on dark. They didn't sign her. Now you could argue that's because they are not taking the best of care with their female division. And I think it's very difficult to argue that that's not the case because the WWE, NXT specifically, has got the best women's division probably in the world. And then you've just added these three women who are all super talented to it. Do you see what I mean? Like, a, people, I don't know, people um, are very quick to jump on people when they sign for WWE. But like, if you were a young female, bro, these, bro, these are the people like, bro. This, this they is the thing people need. To, they got houses. They bro, got this, bills. This mate. is the this is the people thing that people need to realize, bro. They care sometimes more than their actual wrestlers do. Like, bro, let these people do what the hell they want to do. Like, if they if they feel like they need to set themselves up financially for the future, then do that. Don't do that, bro. You 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 don't owe nobody an explanation in this world. But your damn self, like if you feel like that's the best, if you feel like that's the best decision for you, then do it. Go wherever you want to go. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah. Like if, if, they, you, got, if they presented, they bills, if, if they presented them with the opportunity to make a really good living and you know get the most exposure possible on most like nah, not even most likely the biggest uh, wrestling company in the world. Like why like. You know what I'm saying? Like, do it, mm. do it. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. If you want, yeah. if you want to go there and stack for about three, four, five years, if you like it, stay. If you don't, leave. You'll be popular in the next five years. More popular. Absolutely. Literally that simple. Absolutely. And then, and then, who's, um, who's to say they won't blow up in the next team? Who's to say they won't have success on the main roster? Who, who like? Well, if you were a female, a young female talent, the, it, it's, it's either the impact. NXT, NXT came in. It, 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 it'll be and either it'll be either NXT or uh, yeah, Impact. Or Impact. I mean, yeah, and I would have thought the likelihood is NXT is probably paying more. Probably, I don't know though. But 
there you, there you, if you're looking at it from a where am I going to get the most, uh, the most likelihood to to work, like storylines and matches week in week out on TV, those are the two companies as a female talent. Ultimately, so if the money is good enough, and you can get that, of course you're going to go to one of those companies. Of course you are. Um, and like I said, AEW had the opportunity to offer contracts to uh, to the one girl, and they either didn't or it wasn't up to the NXT one. And look, it's frustrating. Um, okay, just to, as we finish up, mate, for the last few minutes, I'm going to ask you some quick questions about the week of wrestling, um, and you can give me like a a couple of lines on whether you enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it or why it was amazing, why it was shit. Um, we saw Private Party become the number one contenders for the Impact Tag Team titles. Were you excited to see Private Party on uh, Impact uh, along with Matt Hardy? And uh, were you happy to see them become the number one contenders? Love it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. I um, Impact's been real good recently. Do you um? What do you make of the Matt Hardy stuff and the the like the the kind of the heel? It's, the, it's, it's to get it's to get more interesting um on private party because because the, the day they turn on them, everybody gonna be happy because Matt been screwing them over. Smart. But then they um they kind of did some heel tendencies on AEW on Wednesday, didn't they? Yes, yeah, it's, it's part they, of the story. Um, yeah, I like it. I do. I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. It makes them more interesting as well by. You know, just they're doing something out of the norm. Um, what about uh, what do you make of the Young Bucks and the the build for the sort of the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega split? Um, they, I forget which bits were on Being the Elite and which bits were on TV, but I know you haven't seen AEW. But basically, um, they had the bit last week, didn't they, where Don Callis introduced. Uh, Kenny Omega's best friends, and he said the young, and then he went the good brothers, and the good brothers come, um, and then they this week they had like a, a backstage camera where Kenny comes up to the young bucks and says, "Are we going to team up as the elite?" Yep, yep. Um, but and then Don Callis says, "But we'll co- you come out separately, so you get your own entrance." So Kenny Omega goes out with Don Callis. Don Callis introduces him, and the young bucks are stood behind the curtain waiting to be introduced. And then the Good Brothers come and, you know, they do the match. And then they have, like, a conversation backstage. And it's all, like, it's all really good. But my problem with it is it, I think, is all on being the elite. Should be on TV. Because it was real good shit, like, real real good storytelling. And what I liked about it is you had, like, the explanation from the Good Brothers and... Kenny Omega and they said oh no um, we didn't know um, they kind of didn't put the blame on Don Callis but like uh, oh, it was a misunderstanding basically um, and the young bucks said oh you know are you telling that you know you promised now you're not lying yeah 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 and then they walked off and um, the young bucks said to each other they said do you believe them and they were like nope um, we're not stupid baby faces or something like that and I just thought that was really like quite cute and quite funny. But it should be on TV. And that's my one or one of my criticisms of AEW. Is sometimes some of their best storytelling segments outside of the ring. 
are on being the elite and they should be on TV. Do you agree? Oh yeah, man, hundred percent. Like I think they uh yeah, I mean, like as far as as far as the uh the dark order and stuff, like I I think they've well, you were talking about the Dark Order, right? I was talking about um, Kenny and uh, Good Brothers and Young Bucks. However, it does also work with the the Black Dead, Black Order, the Dark Order. Um, what did you make? Of, just switching to that, what did you make of the the way they did it with Adam Page and him saying no? Uh, Good storytelling, or do you think they should have pulled the trigger there and then? I mean, I, I think they still got time to to do it like more convincing a more convincing way to do it like it just seemed like they kind of like it made the dark order seem like they were like preparing for him to say yes like they threw they had the stuff ready and all that good stuff yeah. so they, they they were ready for him to say yes and then he denied it it's a good story like i i think i think he'll especially, end up joining yeah especially because next week it's the good brothers and the young bucks versus the dark order so like you could have adam page make the save if like they're kind of beating him down with chairs or something he could come out and save the dark order or he could be like he could come out and then he could be like caught in the middle almost like where he doesn't know who to help it's um i feel like they'll definitely do something with that next week to to progress the storyline like it makes sense doesn't it that he would kind of be something to do with that I don't know quite which direction they'll go. I'm interested, though. I'm interested. Uh, let's have a quick look. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, Randy Orton in a mask. What did you make of that? Uh, no. <laughs> at least they didn't just pretend it didn't happen. Like That's something they've done in the past, isn't it? Is just ignore it. Um, it was just like, you know. I just think it was just a way. It, it was a thing that happened. Yeah, as such as raw, and I think um, it was a way to address it without making him blind or without having like loads of bandages on his face. It was just a way, something they could just get rid of whenever they want without making it too big of a thing. What did you think of Alexa Bliss transforming? Like, obviously, it's the benefit of having the like the Thunderdome, they can pre-record it and stuff. And But what did you make of that? Did you did you enjoy it, like it? Did no. Like it? Bro, I, I, um, I'm going to be honest. But I, I had, like, I've been, like, so tuned out of Raw. Like, it's, like, it's, it's, hard, it, it, it? It, it's on, but I'm not, like, really enjoying anything. Most of what they're doing, like, I'm enjoying her business. I like that a lot. But, yeah, like, the Alexa Bliss stuff, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, it's, it's just, like, so, whatever, bro. Like, she pinned the Raw Women's Champion for no reason. I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they probably end up putting the title on her eventually, because like they they might as well at this point, because Oscar ain't. Like, really yeah, I think that's the first. Like, obviously, as you know, I follow that storyline really closely, and I look like I watch like all the Easter egg videos and stuff like that because I enjoy all that stuff. I find it interesting and that, and um, that kind of transforming into the match in the match. I didn't, that's the first part of it where I was a bit like, I didn't enjoy that. Like, I liked the backstage little teases before where she had the contact lens and like that gradual thing. But I've been kind of waiting for her to go into this really dark 
transformation kind of thing for a match. Whether she has goes full fiend or not, I don't know. But where she goes into like a bit of a transformation and is more aggressive in the ring and blah blah blah. Like they didn't do it with Nikki Cross, and I felt like they should have. And then when she beat Oscar, I thought, well, they're gonna probably have her face Oscar and squash her in like because that's how they treat Oscar, and they'll boost like they'll launch Alexa Bliss's fiend or whatever dark character. And then they just haven't really done it. Um, like, if they're going to do it, do it and do it properly. It feels like they keep going, getting ready to do it, and then they pull back. And I feel like that's hurting her. Because as um, a performance, I think she's doing a phenomenal job at the moment. Um, in terms of like how she's portraying the character. She's very, very good. Um what are you looking forward to in the coming weeks in the world of wrestling, mate, to finish us off? Mm, the Rumble, the new beginning, yeah, be good. the New Japan new beginning, uh, their big new beginning shows, not the road to new beginning shows, but the big cap off, I think that's happening. Uh, or one of the big uh, new beginning shows is happening mm-hmm. ne- next weekend. Uh, I'm interested in the... The new beginning at the on in early February because I think Jay White gonna come back. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, it's a lot of good stuff going on right now, bro. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard to keep up with everything, to be honest with you. But it really is. We doing it. We doing it. I, I'm interested in uh, GCW's 24 hour, 24 yeah, hour block. I was gonna ask you that to finish. Um. Yeah, uh, about that because I know you've got some stuff going on. Just before I do, I forgot to ask you: T- uh, Impact had kill. Did you uh, enjoy that show? Yeah, it was a, it was a solid show. I say like a seven it, um, out of ten. Yeah, I thought it was. I was seven, eight out of ten. It's pretty good. Um, I thought it was quite funny that everyone was up in arms about the 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 Bullet Club attire because, like, people were like, "Oh, New Japan are definitely." they're involved in the invasion angle or the crossover angle and I was like not really because you if you think about it over the years in all companies wrestlers have worn t-shirts of other wrestlers so like you might have had like CM Punk wearing a Colt Cabana t-shirt or something on Raw like it's happened loads of times before so really they didn't refer to them as Bullet Club they didn't um, announce them as Bullet Club they can't you can't hold the trademark you can't yeah, but that's what I mean. So I just felt like, yes, they wore T-shirts. It was very clever to wear the Bullet Club T-shirts because it was, you know, it got people talking. But ultimately, it was nothing. Like, there was nothing to it. Tamatonga is working beautifully um, in some of the stuff he's saying. He did not on his Twitch stream the other day. He said, uh, he's saying, like, WWE, hit me up and we'll do a, we'll, we'll work together. We'll, we'll show these guys, like, how it's how to do a proper crossover and stuff. I just found it really... Uh, he, Tama, Tama Tonga is a real interesting, entertaining dude. But, um, yeah, sorry, I interrupted you then, mate. So, GCW this weekend, is it? Yeah, no, next weekend. Next weekend. And uh, what's the show called? Uh, Fight Forever. They're doing a 20... It's a 24-hour show. Legit. Jesus. It's, um, they, they got, like, different blocks. A show set up, like, for the culture. Effie show. Um, 
what else? It's, it's like a bunch of different shows at different blocks. It's not like all okay. just one thing. Everything yeah, is continuous. Yeah, it's uh, it's, yeah, it's just a bunch of shows going on, uh, you know, continuously. Watch that, mate, on Fox TV. From, free on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, they uh, they. Oh, I'm gonna watch that he, shit. People uh, donated. Um, I, th- I think they raised like sixteen thousand dollars for the wrestlers wow. total. And the show hasn't even come on yet, and people are still donating. So yeah, it's cool, man. It's all free, and they taking super chats and um doing the stream. So people want to send more money in, you can do yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's airing free on YouTube, like the whole straight way through. That's all amazing. on YouTube. I'll, um, I'll definitely smart. watch that. I'm, de- I'm definitely next weekend. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch the uh, for the culture show. Yeah, sure. yeah. I was uh, I was looking forward to that wedding, the one that got cancelled. Was it WrestleMania weekend? Mm. When they postponed it. No, was for, one. there was one, wasn't there? It happened in October. Postponed. No, for the culture happened in October. Okay, I um, at the collective. No, it, it, no, it, it, it was supposed to happen at WrestleMania weekend, though. And then it, they moved it to October. To, to the collective, yeah. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'm definitely going to check that out on the. So that's on GCW's YouTube channel, is it? Yeah. Um, and that's next weekend. Um, is it the Rumble next weekend or is it the weekend after? No, it's the, the next weekend. Yeah. Jesus. And, 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 the new, and the new beginning show is um, wow. that weekend too. Yeah, I was hope I was gonna do like um, I think I hit you up didn't I about doing a like a Royal Rumble watch along, um, but the problem being is obviously you'd be covering it for post wrestling, um, Alex is covering it for Talk Sport. So, like, the people who I would do a, do a watch-along with, or all of them together, they're all kind of what working for their individual uh, stuff. So, I, I'm hoping that we're going to do a Royal Rumble watch-along. I've got to find someone who's willing to stay up all night in the UK and do it, or someone in the US who's not priorly engaged. But if we can source something out, we can definitely uh, will be doing that. Andrew, tell the people what you have got coming up on your incredible YouTube channel. We got a uh, just a cu- couple of interviews to promote the the GCW show, and I'm very much looking forward to putting those those, those things out. So yes, uh, check me out on that Andrew Thompson interviews YouTube channel, and they can follow me on the Twitter machine at ad Thompson two underscores two underscores because mm-hmm. he's double bad man he is the uh he's twice as good as everyone else as well the, 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 the dude the dude who got ad thompson stole it and he, he's inactive on twitter so i can't read him frustrating no very frustrating i'm gonna call him out. his name is life is andy is he really he, he he last tweeted um in november he needs to sort it out you guys should reach out to him so I can just Everyone get... should tweet him and say, Andrew Thompson, give up your your YouTube, uh, your uh, Twitter handle to the real Andrew Thompson. Oh, well, the I, real, I, I, real Andrew I, Thompson, please stand up. I, I, I wonder if, if I DM'd him, would he actually let me get it? Yeah, be interesting, wouldn't they? Ask him, what can, you know, what's the, what's the worst that could happen, mate? At the end of the day, like, the right. worst thing is he says no. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you haven't lost anything. But it depends how much you want it, though, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I, 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 I would rather have no underscore, but I mean, it's at the end, so it's not like, you know, in the middle or no shit like that. 
makes you unique, bro. Oh yeah, and uh, Leo Rush debuting on NJPW show. Oh man, I love Leo Rush. He's uh, such a talented dude. He, he quit the challenge though, man. I was hurt. Quit the challenge, bro. He quit MTV the talent. Oh, he didn't get. Um, didn't they evict him or something? No, nah, no, nah, he, he didn't get watch it. it. No, he didn't. He didn't get eliminated. He quit because he said uh, just being away from his his wife was pregnant. So oh, like okay. you know what I'm saying, like being in fucking Iceland, uh, away away from his family. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so he he just made the decision to step away from the game, but he didn't get eliminated. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm pretty sure they invite him back, but it was just like just I guess like bad timing for him because like you know wife pregnant you know. Yeah. Mental health. That's big, man. Yeah. You want to be away from you, especially like the way um, things are with COVID. Like, Qu- yeah, you got quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. For, I don't know. We're not like that. We're not like that at all. But, um, Andrew, as ever, mate, it has been an absolute pleasure. I, um, I always enjoy these shows. They always cheer me up. We've even gone over our 45 minutes. So I apologize for you for that if we've if i've made you a bit late now for your other stuff um, just put, it, put on the books put on put the books on the books but uh hopefully we can uh we can fit some in next week i really like that because uh it's uh it cheers me up man it, it uh keeps my mental health on point because i always come out of it feeling super positive guys you got, the, you got daniel bryan haircut going on right now yeah i done it myself man done it myself it looks all right from the front it's the back where it goes a bit oh oh yeah one, one thing i did want to talk to you about before we before we hopped off uh nikki bella says she wanted to join the creator team she think about that <laughs> well i like it they ain't actually up to lose it's a good idea mate it's uh, it can't be any worse than what <laughs> you know um they could probably do with having some females in there who've been there and done it as well because I always um who was uh, the lady who used to work on um she worked in NXT as a coach, Sarah something. Sarah Mato. Yeah, I think so. What was she on the like when she was a wrestler? Sarah Mato? Uh, there was um oh, Sarah Stock. Coach. Sarah Stock, maybe. I don't know. There was there was a a a, a, a woman who used to work, she was NXT coach for a while. Yeah, bo- both then, of them were, Sarah Amato and Sarah, uh, Sarah Stott. But she was also like quite a big, a relatively big indie star too. And um, I also oh, so Serena D was the coach mm, for NXT? No, it was definitely, it was Sarah or Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, um, Sa- no, you're probably talking about Sarah Del Rey. Yeah, that, that sounds that, more like that, it. That's Sarah Amato. That's, oh, her, that's her WWE name. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. So I always thought she'd um, make a good creative team. Uh, did, did, did you did you hear the story um, that when WWE signed her from from uh, the independent scene, they they wanted her to be a coach, and and it, they made it like a mandate to not even think about incorporating her in storylines. It's un- unbelievable. Not Got probably to be the best incredible. women's wrestler. Yeah. Off the indie scene, and you immediately want her to be a coach. Come on now, but I, but I, but I mean, I'm, I'm I'm assuming at the time she got signed was when you know they weren't really big on. I mean, but what? But why would they ask her to be a coach if you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they didn't have them attentions, like, no, they you obviously know. knew how talented she was because oh yeah, they know coach 
Need that. Like the up and coming stars, just baffles my, it blows my mind, mate. Why they wouldn't try and use her? See, I'm surprised they ain't never try to like go further with Serena D. Look at her now. Yeah, it was weird. They, um, it. That was so strange, though, the way they, like, because they clearly rate, like, rate her as a talent and her abilities. Because otherwise, they wouldn't want her to coach their right. new up and coming stars or whatever. Um, so it's strange to me what, like, why would you not use these ladies in as wrestlers? Like, it's mind blowing, really, when you think of it. But you know, such as the WWE, I guess, mate. They're a, they're a strange bunch, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're a strange bunch. Um, right, guys. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson interviews. Click the bell for notifications, and that way you'll get a notification every single time Andrew Thompson uploads a new interview. He's got some phenomenal interviews coming up from uh, from GCW. He's a top man doing top things, and I urge you to follow him everywhere. The link's in the description for his YouTube and his Twitter and social media. In the meantime, Andrew, you have a good weekend. You have a good evening tonight because as I'm going to bed, you're about to hit the town partying because it's Friday night. You are young. Oh, no, it's lockdown, isn't it? So we can't go anywhere. You got to My ass about to be right now. Well, you tripping. I ain't trying to get COVID. Deal with that, buddy. I'm good. One of these pa- days, pa- mate. Party, party in my room. The pubs will be back open and we can all... Um, we can start doing some stuff. I started watching that show you recommended, Mindhunters. Did you? Uh, did you like it? Yeah, we're only we're two episodes in. Me and my wife started watching it. That shit crazy, bro. So far, so good. I might, I might, I might rewatch it. That shit is crazy. I rewatched some stuff. What did I rewatch the other day? Uh, Breaking Bad. I rewatched. From have, you ever, have you ever seen Atypical? No, I have not. But it's a good show, bro. That's like a family show. It's about this this uh this young dude who um he has autism and he like about to make his way like to college. So they like showing his story from like his last year of school, last year of high school up until it, it's it's funny as hell, bro. That's like, a real good show. But yeah. I am. Um, um, there was a show with Kevin Hart. Uh, was it Kevin Hart? No, with the guy from Breaking Bad. It might have been with Kevin Hart as well. Um, and he plays a quadriplegic. So, um, you know the guy who plays the main character in Breaking Bad, yeah? Um, he plays like a quad- quadriplegic. Is that the right word? When they're like paralyzed from the neck down. Um, it's like a film. And I'm sure Kevin Hart's in that. But anyway, it's um, superb. Superb. One phenomenal film really um just was unexpected i didn't expect it to be as good as it was really enjoyed it and i rewatched the punisher recently as well which was uh, the punisher tv show on uh, netflix superb stuff right andrew i'm gonna let you get off mate you have a good weekend and we'll uh, hopefully catch up sometime next week then yeah For sure. take it easy Oh my buttons, man. Find the button. Push the button! What's in the box?
Sports Social Podcast Network.